Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today we're back in the light of mustachio greatness. It's the eye of the tiger. All right, well, it's time to honor a couple of cats we have yet to honor on this show, and that's Seymour Cassell and William Smith, both legendary mustachioed actors that if you don't know who they are, you best figure out who the fuck they are, all right? They both so happen to avoid getting bitten by that fucking creeper Gary Busey in 1986's... I know how ironic I release this episode uh, with all the Gary Busey news out, but uh, in uh, 1986's Eye of the Tiger... This action drama pits Gary Busey against a biker gang led by their leader, Blade. Not not a beautiful black man with sunglasses and a dope-ass haircut. No. Uh, he's got a mustache. He's bald uh, for the most part, but uh, he also has sort of a... I guess what you call like a happy trail, but instead of being from his belly button to his wiener, it's on the back of his head. Anyway, without further ado, let's get out of prison and make friends with a guy named Scarthroat, commit some vigilante justice, bury our dead wife, then bury her again, and prep a new wife a couple of days later. Now play that shit theme song. It's the most podcast you for the show We'll watch moves We'll make some jokes And then we'll all go home Now the game's a legendary Hairy upper lips It's the mustache What is up? This is your host Daniel J. Segura Of the Mustachio Podcastio he looks like the kind of guy who forces a breakup just to write an inspirational love song. His name is Vaughn, and he's the host of Motion Picture Massacre. Be sure to catch his latest episode entitled, Well, I Get Claustrophobic Sucking Strange Dick. Get in there. <laughs> it's the homie Vaughn. What is up, Vaughn? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Uh, yeah. That's an actual line in Freeway. And I was like, yeah, that's the title I need for my episode. <laughs> pa- perfect. I would imagine... Um, that that's been an issue for someone that's trying to glory hole for the first time, but they're the giver, maybe yeah. the receiver too. And you're just like, Oh, I can't do it in the stall. Yeah. This is too much. Can we get a light in this fucking room? It's too dark in here. Yeah. Get some more airflow in here, please. Jesus. Six holes. Can we get in like a fan please? For fuck's sake. One of my favorite, uh, favorite stalls to, to visit. What? Not, not for a glory, not for, not to get, not for a glory hole, okay. but just to like poop. <laughs> You know the th- the normal things you do in a stall mm-hmm. sometimes. Right. Uh, there's this place called Bucky's. Have you ever been there? No. It's they're only like in South Texas. I think they've expanded to like okay. maybe like some other southern states. But I didn't know if maybe you've ever ventured down here before. But um, mm-hmm. Bucky's look like giant WalMarts, but there's I've a heard, big actually, not, beaver. Thinking about it, it's, it's a big beaver. Um, yes, big I've beaver heard mascot. of it. Yes. I've heard yeah. about it online because a lot of people, I don't know, are fascinated with it in Texas. <laughs> yes, it's weird. And like, because it's like everything, right? It's like one of those fucking places where it's like. They got everything. Like a Walmart on crack. Yeah, they got a deli. Yeah. They got a fucking, they got barbecue station. Everything. A salad bar. Jesus. Okay. It's it's insane, dude. All the beer you can think of. All these yeah. different snacks. Um, yeah, because I think I've, I've heard other people being obsessed with it or being really pissed because. They're like they go into these small towns and build this mega fucking store that really doesn't yeah. help the town at all. 
things. Yes. Like, and it almost ruins the town because it's I, so big. I did. I think they're trying to not be so dickish about that because I, I went through this little town. I can't remember what it was called. I was I was leaving from Houston. Right. I forgot broken up with. And <laughs> I was leaving Houston <laughs> crying. And I, I went through this little town and there was this little it was the smallest Bucky's I've ever seen in my life. I'm right. like, oh, look, they're trying not to just like completely ruin all the mom and pop shops, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the little place. But yeah, it's pretty much anyway. like it's like it pretty much has to house everybody. And then they need somebody, to, so many people to work it that it would ruin the infrastructure of these small towns. That's where they would have <laughs> these like huge meetings, like these board meetings. Like they can't do this. You can't put this in here because it yeah. would ruin this town. And, and I'm sure like, like a lot of workers are probably not even from the town. Like they're from neighboring yeah, towns. Yeah, like, Stuff like and that. just yeah, that's the thing. It's just like there's so many people coming in just to work there that it would just ruin the town. Yeah, and I'm like oh, okay, that sounds interesting. And it's and like I'm like, where's this in? Oh, it's Texas. Like yeah, that's yeah, fucking like Bolivia. They're like anyway, the shitting Jersey. part, the shitting anyway. part. <laughs> so their stall, <laughs> their stalls go all the way start. down to the floor. Oh, so okay. you feel like you're kind of shitting in a closet in a way, sure. but it's like air conditioned. Right, right. It is. Um, it, you've never felt so secure because I mean, one of the most vulnerable things anyone can do is take a piss or shit in public. It's a very vulnerable thing. Like that's a good time to kill, like for somebody to kill I, you. I guess so. I never have an issue. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, no, <laughs> I'm a no fears type of guy. I go into the worst fucking like Porta Johns at my job. <laughs> I'm like I know they're bad, but I'm like I have no fucking choice. And it's just I like, was gonna say for you while you're on the mm-hmm. road, you. If you see like a little porta john like in a construction site, you might pop in there. Uh-huh. I, oh I, my I never yeah. thought about that. I train people for my my job. And yeah. the second thing the second thing after is like, you know, you're here, like I'm here just to pretty much get you used to doing this. The third thing I tell them is like, you ever see any of those fucking things? Use them. I don't care how freaked out <laughs> you are about it. They're disgusting ninety percent of the time. And it's you, but you have to go. Fucking go! Don't fucking hold it in. You'll hurt yourself if you don't know the area. And it's the first thing you see. Use yeah. it. Maybe yeah. just don't go to one for like an elementary school construction site. Like maybe don't walk into <laughs> elementary school and go take a shit. Well, like I, I live in the suburbs, so there's always there's always a house being fucking torn down yeah. or rebuilt, or somebody's adding an addition or some shit. Exactly. When you have like forty five of your people working on the goddamn house for like less than nothing. They have to at least give them a toilet so they're not trying to, you know, go in their house and steal their fucking cutlery or some shit. Yeah, they don't want them in their house, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. They don't want that in there. <laughs> Brown skins. Ugh, no. Ugh, Ugh it's going to hang a crucifix. Ew, no. He can clean my car, but he can't go in. Mm, He's going to yeah. bring a vegan, <laughs> vegan candle in here and shit. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. So you brought this fucking eye of the tiger which i've never even heard of i've been trying to get you to do this show for this episode for like a year and a half now (laughs) you're not the first person to tell me that i think i'm not very good at listening because like i send you the (laughs) i send you a trail like we need to do this we need to do this and you're like i knew yeah okay because i remembered little moments i remembered little moments and i was like why do i feel like and it's because you sent me a trailer at some point yeah i sent you the trailer like a year ago and then like yeah like a month and a half ago i was like we you since you're now back i'm like we need to do this this is a fucking film for your show and oh. i sent it to, i sent it to mike and mike's like I, th- I think they've done it or they did another episode that was kind of si- similar to it because the guy who wrote this wrote like a couple of a- films that were in the same vein of like you know oh yeah man getting vengeance with a battle truck um like <laughs> or as i call it uh ram kit yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much. Basically kit. and it's like it's like 
So I forget he was saying, but I was telling him, like, if you ever do this freaking movie, I want to be on it. If you haven't done it already, I, I can't remember because they do so many goddamn movies. They do. Like... They've been around forever. Yeah. So, you. yeah. I know. I forget <laughs> the shit I'm doing too half the time. I think, yeah. I think we covered a film in the last six months that I probably covered like 10 years ago. And I'm like, man, eh, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I think sometimes it warrants it. Like, I was actually thinking of covering some of the old ones just to see if I feel a different way. Like, especially yeah. the ones I maybe didn't like or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be hesitant to, and bring on a guest or something. Maybe like a solo cello I did, and bring someone else on. Yeah, somebody on to see if it changes or your, yeah. your opinion change or if their opinions are the same as yours. Yeah. Yeah, mine won't change on this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how I feel about this movie, okay, is going to probably stay the same the rest of my life but we'll get to it as we get into this but sure um i did not expect to i did not expect it had a lot of things about it where i was thinking is this supposed to be funny sometimes (laughs) because there's the moments where it's kind of hilarious i say like when the film starts you have these two characters one played so so this is Eye of the Tiger. This is directed by Richard C. Serafian, who, if you don't know who he is, he did like Breaking Point and um, a bunch of really just really great action films, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like oh, Vanishing Point, not Breaking Point. Vanishing sorry. Point. Um, okay. Yeah. But like he's been like he's kind of known for being like an action star, you know, director starting off with Vanishing Point. Um, and this it was produced by the Scotty Brothers, like um, which was a record production producing company they were you know record producers uh, um and they wow. and they and in the you know in the early was this 86 um in like the yeah, mid 90s yeah and then yeah in the mid in the mid 80s they decided to kind of branch out to make films and they made a handful of films and this is one of them um you know, well i mean and, they did pick decent music i don't know if the music always fit with what was happening yeah no no this there's definitely this film is definitely it where it's like this was after Rocky Four. No, so, no, I think I thought it was in Rocky Three. Is it Rocky, Rocky? Three? Yeah, Whatever. it's in Rocky Three. Whatever. It's after There's the a lot one of that fucking uses Eye of the Tiger all the <laughs> yeah. goddamn time. Where's a, monta- a montage moment, which is yeah. uh, always fun. So yeah, this film starts with two guys. Uh, are mainly Gary, by, played by Gary Busey, Gary Busey, Buck Matthews, Matthews, and this kind of oh, I forget what his name is in the fucking film, but you have this kind of like oh Bucks. No, no, the uh, the pimp, the uh, the drug. Oh, dealer, they, they never. He doesn't get a name, dude. I don't think Loco or Ch- no. It's um, it's it's Hyman, isn't it? Like Jamie, he calls him Jamie, Jamie, Jamie but I think his it. name's Jaime. Jaime, yeah. yeah. But anyway, the two of these men are being released from prison. They're given their kind of their their the shit they walked in on, so they're getting redressed. Yeah, whatever and they were just, wearing. It's some, yeah, it's like them getting you know putting the boots on, putting the pants on. The guy Hammy puts his pants, his, his white lament, his white fucking he grabs his pants, he crashes his crotch. And I'm like so hard, dude. And I forgot about that. Like I haven't seen this movie in a while, and like they're getting dressed, and I'm like, okay, this is silly. Yeah. And yeah. then he just like he he gets his pants on, zips, puts the fourteen buttons on, and then fucking make sure it's in the right position. Like pulls it out and like, like it's okay, so weird. And he does like the most like cartoonish Al Pacino Scarface. Oh my god, right? It's just like because he's scar neck. I mean, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's not gonna be like a huge character, but you know he's like the the like um the Chekhov's gun. I guess you can yes, say he is. Yeah. So it's like you get introduced, and he's you know Buck's like you know he tells him like he's. He's, you know, that you you saved me in prison, and I owe you, you know, come to Florida and work for me, because um, he's just pretty much going to go back to his life of, you know, dealing drugs and being yeah, in the crime. Go back to Miami, like, whatever, right? Uh, yeah, 
Like where I are, loved it, dude. Where are they? Because like they're in like this they're in this prison that's in like that's central true. nowhere. Like he's going back to Florida and like I think Buck is going back somewhere in Texas. It's like a Texas town or something like that. Yeah, I thought maybe they were in um shit. There's a small town in Texas. It's like Hunt Huntsville. I think mm-hmm. it's called Huntsville, Texas. Right. And uh there is a prison out there and it is kind of in the middle of nowhere. You would probably see a little more green though. Yeah. This kind of looks more like far west Texas where it's kind of just dusty ass old towns. Right. Um and it looks and they did a good job, but there are there is a moment like a scene where mm-hmm. he's going to that construction site and you see yeah. like a lot lot of pretty nice like suburban homes being built. Yeah, so. they definitely they definitely like <laughs> Where they shot in this town, they must have got like a big dirt pile in the middle of nowhere, and they were like, "We got to make sure it looks just like this, yes, and, and nothing else." And we can do that. We can do the we can do the streets of the main street, but that's it. We can't, you know, where Buck lives. Yeah, like, like the, the little main... old downtown, and then yeah. like Buck lives like in the middle of fucking no, nowhere, fucking like a, nowhere, a farm and to a, market road, and a dirt pile somewhere else. Like, it's like okay, <laughs> fine. <Dirt pile. laughs> like, He's got that shit truck, and it's amazing that like his wife has been living there the whole time. So. So it's definitely that kind of time period where it's like, you know, oh, yeah, I can go to jail for like three years yeah. and nothing's going to happen. Like my wife's not going to lose her home or like, you know, nothing's going to happen bad to them. Well, They're dude, not- let's face it, dude. Buck fucks, dude. Everybody knows that true crime can be a real buzz killer. So why not pair it with a nice glass of wine? Join us, Macy and Nicole, the hosts of Buzz Killers, a true crime podcast, as we drink our way through new bottles of wine every week while navigating true crime cases, conspiracy theories, and even some spooky haunts. The deep dives are kept light with banter and personal tales, and even the occasional boozy hiccup. Listeners are encouraged to grab a drink of any kind and tune in every Sunday as we tell the tales of the wicked that plague this world. Buzzkillers can be streamed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and anywhere else you like to listen. Check out our website, www.buzzkillerspodcast.com for more information. Well, like the, tra- the trailer says, it's like it's seven years in NAM and three years in prison, and he's come home. It's like, oh shit, okay. It's, it's like, I just, you just, and then you hear the, the dun, 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 like the fucking Eye of the Tiger fucking guitar riff playing in the background. I'm like, yeah, okay, what the fuck is this? I thought it was going to be just... a PTSD movie. I thought, like, you know, like <laughs> right? he's going to, like, kind of, like he got triggered and that's why he went to prison in the first place and then it's no. gonna happen again or but no, no he's it's just, just a guy just, that gets home and the shit starts going left as soon as he walks in the door it's like <laughs> and like i try to explain this to people it's like so what this... I, yeah right it's like it's a three-act like film day. like the first 30 minutes is him getting home and then like we get introduced yeah. to the i went i tried to explain to somebody this movie and i was like it's 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 Gary Busey versus a versus like the Marauders of a Mad Max. That's what the whole film is. It's just with <laughs> yeah. Yafet Koto flying a plane over them, throwing grenades out of it. I like, call them uh, generic sprites from um, Road Rash and Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's like that. It's like that movie. It's like that game Days Gone. You ever seen? You play that, oh, that yes. zombie game? Yes. Like that. It's like all the survivors from that fucking game have been put placed into this yes. into this movie as the bad guys. And a shitload of them. Like that's yeah. one thing that blew my mind was this wasn't some like small little you know ruffian gang. Like this no. was a pretty big gang. It looks like there was like fifty like, plus. Oh, it's probably over a hundred. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's insane huge. how many people and they have families and kids and. Especially the replications at the end of the film when he's blowing everything up, like oh, their yeah. whole like homesteads and everything, and you see the women and children running for their lives. It's like, okay, <laughs> sure, that's cool. Like he's right? the white buffalo. 
And this, <laughs> and this film is like it's a 90 minute film and it's every yeah. 30 minutes like it kind of transitions to the next chapter like it's like yeah. you get the first 30 where it's you know buck kind of you know we kind of introduced the buck we introduced the small town he lives in and then a nurse Make sure we meet jamie because we're yeah. gonna need to remember him yeah we meet him we meet we meet uh yafet koto's character uh jb yeah, jb who picks which I'm up. assuming means James Brown. Yeah. Well, there's James Brown played in the film. Or <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it, it's all played by him. <laughs> like yeah. he loves James Brown. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's that's who he's named. Wait, we have we have to have a music for the for the second the second yeah. hero, and he's a black guy, so we got to give him a black. Got to got to give him James Brown. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's his a given. music. Um, and he gets in. We get home like harassment by the by the sheriff who his his, his um. Oh, fuck, what's it called? By the way, who one of the people we're honoring, Seymour Castle, and he's just <laughs> called Sheriff, by the way. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, Seymour, yep. the, what, the only, I, I th- I've seen him in a bunch of st- stuff before, mm-hmm. but I can't remember. But I remember him being in this movie called Beer League. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a comedy, like mm-hmm. softball, you know, Beer League type situation. Right. It has, um, what's his name? Um, the guy that like did so much coke is no sank in. He's a stand-up comedian. Uh, he was famous for being on Howard Stern. Yeah, um, I, I fucking shit. Yeah. I can't think of his name, but he's fucking hilarious. I don't know why it's like going to my head. Someone's <laughs> probably screaming at yeah. the freaking. Uh, they already pe- they already hit the pass button. Like fuck this <laughs> they're like, you know what? I hate this guy. He says he likes comedy. Well, like when Seymour Cassell popped up and stuff like Rushmore and Life Aquatic. Artie Lang. Artie, Artie, Artie Lang. Lang. Okay, yeah, he sucked. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on yeah. all that stuff. And like, too. he's in a lot of great kind of like. He's like just one of these kind of super actors who just recently passed away. I think last year, or this year. No shit. Uh, he looks like no, nine twenty nineteen. He died in twenty nineteen. Uh, either so. way, that's amazing. He looks yeah. seventy five in this movie. Oh, he looks fucking awesome in this film. As a sheriff, well, the first who, scene. Who, he as a, as a sheriff. He's got. <laughs> he's always. Shirt open. He's never. Yeah, he's never wearing a. He's never wearing a shirt that doesn't have isn't fifteen feet open, <laughs> and he's just he's just charisma personified. Like you can yeah. butter him on bread. That's how fucking charismatic yeah. this guy is. But he's our he's our sheriff of the town. He is. He's also, he has... he's also the probation officer for Buck, which, which is, is weird. not a good thing because there's there's a little bad blood between the two well, of them. He's which... the guy that put him in. So that yeah. like, would, should you have your probation officer be the guy who arrested the dude? And all, yeah, and there's clearly town? like six or seven other cops in this small town <laughs> that they probably could have put in charge of watching Buck, you know, and hanging out with him. Yeah, they could have um, Timothy Scott watch him. Timothy Scott plays a deputy, and I remember yeah. him from, I think, maybe Lonesome Dove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's he looks like – Timothy Scott literally looks like a character from Red Dead Redemption. Like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. amazing. He just – he looks like a cowboy from an ancient <laughs> time. It's so Definitely. weird. But, yeah, man. And you know what I thought – I wanted to say this before I forget. Mm-hmm. I thought that – so Jamie would be like, I owe you, man. I like, I know you, dude. You know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he would take off to Miami and then he, and then Buck would get into a fight with these, these gang guys who are pushing drugs. Mm-hmm. I think they mentioned crack or something. It's some generic. Yeah, it's some kind of, yeah. Something they don't like really that. specify, but yeah. And then I thought Jamie was going to be like the main honcho. No. Of their operation, but that yeah. would be too. That would be too. Yeah, deep. it'd be too. It'd be too much. We we can't. Do <laughs> we only could afford him for a day. It's like for three hours. So done. Yeah, it's true because he doesn't come. He he and, does end up helping him, but he doesn't yeah. come back. He's as he's leaving, he's just blowing him kisses. Like love you, buddy. It's like Hello. okay, sure. It's like okay, <laughs> fine, fine. She has a uh, big ass. 
So yeah, he gets home. We get introduced to his wife and kid. Um, we get introduced to the problem that he has with the with the sheriff. We get J. We get a little more introduction on JB. Yeah. Um, and pretty much JB is like, "Why are you staying here? There's no reason for you to stay here." He's like, uh, "Well, this is where I was born. This is my hometown. Like, I don't, I don't want to leave." And like, you think JB would have told him on the drive back to home? Oh yeah, by the way, there's this fucking huge biker gang that's selling drugs that lives in another third pile on the other side of town. Um, and occasionally comes in and fucks up things, but the townspeople just don't give a shit anymore because it seems like the, he's got the the sheriff in his pocket and blah 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 blah. No, no, no. Nope. Let him. We're gonna let him find this out. You know. And JB kind of has like one foot out the door anyway. He's yeah, he's kind like of the, a pacifist in the beginning. Yeah, he's like the retired sheriff of the town who yeah. is now just working as a crop duster um, and fiddling with his ply plane the whole time we see him. Yes, um, he's, and cranking he's, this. <laughs> And cranking the same James Brown song every time, which I guess they didn't have the rights to actually play this the version with James Brown singing, just with him grunting and groaning for the whole fucking thing. Like, oh, hit me. Like, yeah, he's d- playing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what is going you're on? right. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized he doesn't really say lines. It's just... even, yeah, even when we have the scene at the end of the film when JB is doing, you know, doing the smart thing and he's throwing grenades and uh, dynamite out the side of his plane. Um, That's hilarious help, scene. Which is just like insane because. All you hear is the same, like it's like a loop. It's just the James Brown band, and you hear James Brown screaming as if he got a hernia or like I kicked yes. nuts while he was doing it. And it's like, what is this? Like did we <laughs> we can only afford five seconds of this song, so we're gonna play it on loop like forty seven times every time JB shows up. Okay, but it's we, so we, hilarious. Do we pay full price for Eye of the Tire? Yes, we can use that song every that one. time. And then even yes. in the score segments, I don't know if you noticed that in the actual score of the film. They actually use that kind of like um, what Jordan Peele did with us with that fucking with that song. You know, we kind of he used the the bass line from that song and in, in, as the uh, you know That's the score right. was in there. So it's the same kind of thing where it's like this weird kind of like piano sonata of Eye of the Tiger go throughout the whole film. Like, what is going on? <laughs> it was a good. It was a good song and all, but not that good of a song. They they squeeze it for all it was worth. You know, it was. Drop. And I'm curious if it was still. I mean, it probably was still pretty popular by. I think you it, was know, the, it was the next next year, the year after. So, I think it was pretty. Yeah, I think it was still kind of like you know. Yeah, it may it have been. Yeah, you're work. right. It was really recently after. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think people were still enjoying the song. It's yeah. got a good little kick to it. Good, mm-hmm. some good guitar licks, but. Sure. I didn't like that the movie opened up with it though. I'm like, you gotta. That's a. This is a song that's got to be earned. You can't just throw it out in the beginning. And they play it like 15 times, so it's like, yeah. And usually, well, you usually just play the the opening riff like a handful of times, especially when it starts to get to be kind of action these scenes. You're like, oh, but then once you know Buck uh, Matthews kind of stands the fuck up and he starts to actually, well, you know, cause havoc. That's when they say, oh, we're pulling this fucker out now. It's like, yeah, play it full court. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's when it get they the second time they play it big time. Mm-hmm. That's dope. When he's kind of they're all coming back to to go fight and everything. But yep. the he really gets himself in this situation because he decides to uh, do some vigilante justice. Uh, he these guys. Well, why would these biker gang? By the way, why would the biker gang waste their time raping women? Like especially when, a nurse running walking home at in the dark, but it's a fucking movie, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Because yeah, these guys kind of messes with your operation, you know. Yeah, so we got this young nurse who's walking home from after work, and she gets attacked by these guys, and this, uh, coincidentally, Buck is just out. It's a very uh, Death Wish type scene. Yeah, 
and he kicks the living shit out of them and she you know she's very grateful for that we get our first look at blade too the uh bald um played by uh, what's his name william smith yeah he's got the mustache as well he looks fucking cool in this movie but oh my god (laughs) it's also hilarious it's just it's yeah and you get like i think he beats up his brother i think that's why this is why the whole fart starts like he wouldn't have given a shit but one of the guys that was going out to attack women in the town was our was our main adversary's brother yes so he takes it as a fucking as a a, person okay he yeah he takes it personally so pretty much (sighs) we do that and then we all of a sudden we cut to you cut to the the film crew kind of filming matthews outside the hospital and then the film crew, you know, the the television crew gives out his address like you do. Like every fucking <laughs> news. This is what I always yeah. love about the news. They're like, oh, yeah, you could find him 336 17th Boulevard or some shit. Yeah. And he lives like, in the Southeast Dust Bowl in town. Yeah. And then, you know, what does he do? The, our, our bad guys decide to go and fucking attack him. Uh, which I do. They rip. They rip roar the shit out of his fucking small little like triple kind of wide. weird science. Uh, when the uh, the motorcyclists come through the house, <laughs> imagine a weird science was playing that scene oh when they're God. killing them. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, they're weird on. Mo- they're all on. Mo- and the thing is, they couldn't afford, I guess, to show Healing anybody else. Life. Well, they couldn't. Sh- they couldn't kill. They couldn't like, I guess, afford to show anybody else but William Smith. Um's face as a bad guy, so everybody's You're wearing right. bite. Everybody's Everyone wearing leather people. and the helmets all the time. Like it's just because we have ninety-seven stuntmen and they yes. all know how to ride bikes. So we're just going to keep them in helmets and we're going to let them go through this triple wide. Um, while Gary Busey is trying to load a fucking shotgun, you think he's, he's supposed to be a big badass? He can't even barely fucking shoot a shotgun straight. Um, yeah, he gets subbed pretty hard, beat pretty fast, and it's like it's like, and his wife gets like killed but like does his wife just die from like hysteria like the like because there's like you know what i mean they like the whole scene they anything. show they show well they show the two they show the two bikers pretty much revving right in front like yeah she's being blocked scary, in, and she's just screaming her heads off <laughs> and then you know and the and you know after the whole adversary is done i guess the wife gets killed because we find out the wife dies um the wife like, dies and the daughter, daughter has the same and, issue and the daughter goes in like a catatonic state kind of comatose yeah, yeah catatonic yeah she's just sitting standing there like the, uh paul kersey's daughter yeah pretty Did much she, yeah and then she jumps out a window in the second one well yeah, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the good thing about this child is that yeah he's like she's like six so it's yeah, like she's little, little we're only gonna keep her comatose for about two more minutes in the film even though you know by like, the way the who's been through that much of a trauma they're gonna probably be like that for a little while, <laughs> not Just a, a week. little while. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I, she gave me Mad Linda Blair vibes, like little Linda Blair. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then there's that scene in the hospital where the cross yeah. is kind of crooked. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh shit! Sade's <laughs> <laughs> taking over this little girl. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, wait, is this movie gonna bring us? Well, isn't that, isn't that better thing before he fixes the cross? The he's sitting there and he's wait he you know hears about his wife and he's waiting to hear about his daughter oh, that's and the right. priest comes in and the priest says are you praying you praying for forgiveness and he goes I'm praying for vengeance and they're like <laughs> oh fucking hell yeah let's do this <laughs> that might be the best line in the movie yeah I'm praying for vengeance and I didn't like, expect even, it even when like the priest comes later and like priest like you should stop all this he's like it's too late priest too late get out of my face father <laughs> You're the and fucking like, priest. He's just like plots and he's like shit. Fuck. Okay. Uh, I like a priest that screams that much. It's but like, pretty much fun. everybody's like everybody's telling him like even like the cops are like you should leave. 
Like this, yeah. you can't do his anything. His wife wanted to leave yep. initially. She wanted to go because she knew that something would bad would happen with this guy. Even like everybody knew about this, but no one told him or warned him before he got into town. Like yeah. you think they would have been like, hey, you know, because they probably got he probably got phone calls once a week from his wife to see how his kid was doing. Yeah. Um. So it's like. It's like, oh, by the way, yeah, this drug smuggling, um, you know, so drug smuggling Mad ring. Mad Max cult moved in <laughs> next door, and um, they all have Australian accents. We don't know what's yeah. going on. And I think, I think the sheriff is in cahoots with them. I think we need to get out because everybody just wants to play bingo and not bother about it. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I know this town is like the most, like the personification of kind of throwing the dust under the rug. They're just like, well, let's oh just God. play bingo. We'll look the other direction. Yeah. It's just as madness. These guys just attack young women throughout the town. Right. So, uh, so he decides to call Jamie cause he has no, he has no one else to turn to cause JB doesn't want to help him, but kind of is still wants to hear him. You know, doesn't mind listening to him complain, complain about everything, but yes. does not have the does not want to play, does not want to play or fight. So doesn't he calls Jamie, him. and Jamie sends a truck of Mexicans to drop off. Uh, oh yeah, he he gets his Miami connection. Yeah, <laughs> his Miami connection. So this so this flat, this this truck drives into town. Which you know makes all the the locals like, oh look at that! No, oh they're brown people. Don't look at them. Don't look, look down. Look down. <laughs> um, and they drop off this battle truck, uh, this fucking ram. Yeah, and, uh, Dodge Ram kit car that's just full of. It's got a fucking jet. jet kind of reminds me of an arcade jet, right. you know, jet game back in the day. Joystick. Like a note from Jamie going, "We're even." <laughs> like XO XO. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is it would have been funny if they did voiceover there, like he's reading it, like, "Hey, we're even, bro." It's like on, it's like on like a envelope. It's not even like a piece of paper. It's like they were like, <laughs> gotta, so lazy." Yeah, it's like it's like pr- production was like, "We need to explain to why the hell this truck just showed up." Like, yeah. does anybody have a pen? I'm, yeah, that was like the director's yeah. water bill. You know, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, "Here, use this." I don't care. I just paid this because I got paid for this fucking job. It's like, okay. I know. <laughs> Kill him, get paid to make this garbage. And, Holy then, shit. and then he starts his revenge, um, slowly yeah. fucking shit up. And, you know, he garrots three guys in, in the middle of the night, which is just oh yeah, violent. That he puts that that thin garrot wire across the street that as they're didn't driving. You like the slices. tone. Like the movie really hadn't, other than right. like the rape stuff, the the movie yeah. really hadn't given that dark tone. And all of a sudden, yeah. you see a beheading. Yeah, <laughs> like, the guy's head rolling down the street. <laughs> It's like, okay, and like, yeah, because it's not a gory and, movie. And he's smart that he cut the cord cord because he probably would have killed like half the town. Go because that was like <laughs> Main Street where they. It's the same street they were they were shooting when they were trying to attack That's the right. freaking nurse. Yeah, um, and you the, get more the paper boy gets beheaded the next morning, <laughs> yeah, right? And, and you get more story like everything else is kind of like. Like the daughter kind of becomes like a secondary character because like she, the nurse kind of takes care of her and like. You know, oh, massaging yeah. her. Buck's and future wife. Yeah. Yeah. The the yeah. 14 year old, the 18 year old uh, nurse. Um, yeah. He was grooming her. And he. Hey, you, you got to get he, a replacement, man. Even if it only been two days. Right. He's he's only getting older and those teeth are only getting bigger. At least he can, <laughs> he's got to get. Yeah. <laughs> the sad part is like that. Was it last weekend? The weekend before. Oh, yeah. Isn't uh, he like in a bunch of shit right now? Yeah. 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 Do you see? Oh, he was at a convention here in Jersey last week or the week for two weeks ago i think um and there's been always this kind of like known thing about him that he's a little too handsy with women 
Um, but no one's ever like, you know, the shows have always been like, yeah, like, because mm, it makes a lot of money for shows when he goes to conventions. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people were having problems at this convention and they told the people who run the convention, like kind of, hey, this is what's going on. We don't feel comfortable. And he got kicked out the next day. And then last weekend, the town of Cherry Hill, which they say is a suburb of Pennsylvania, which is bullshit. It's actually in Jersey. Um, <laughs> actually, ch- actually press charges of sexual sexual charges against him. Which wow. is kind of, but he lives in Malibu, so who knows if he ever is going to show up for that shit. Um, so, but it's, Damn. I think it's pretty much, you know, it's like the, it's the kind of the death knell of him ever being in a convention ever again, or like a horror convention. Or yeah, that might be, that's for the best, it looks like. Cause it yeah, but he kind like of plays he's... this kind of character of like, you know, this, you know, I'm all this and that. But then, like, when you get him out in shows and something like that, he's a little too handsy. Yeah, he's Edward Creeper hands, dude. Yeah, Fuck that, like, uh... dude. So after when we I, I suggested this a, month, a couple weeks ago, I was like, "All oh, right, this is awesome. Yeah, he's a fucking whack job. All right, yeah." And then I was like, "Oh, I heard all these stories about this," and I was like, "Oh, that sucks." Now we're yeah, gonna talk, no, I... now we're gonna be all like, "Yeah, this movie's great. This film movie's great." I mean, regardless of like how much of a douchebag he really is in real life, yeah. Um, and we're not honoring him anyway. No, not really. You know? We're honoring, we're honoring William good old Smith Sam. And, and yeah, William Smith and a I mean Seymour Cassell. Seymour Cassell. Yeah, yeah, great. Seymour Cassell. Which, dude. I love his scenes in this film. Because every time he comes in... You don't in, think he, he's a little extra? <laughs> dude, he... Because everybody else he's is... He's in a different movie. <laughs> and, and I understand it. I understand it. Maybe Busey's probably wearing stilts in his... Like, heights in his boots to kind of give him a little more of a... Because I don't think he's as tall as Yafet Koda because I think Yafet Koda is like 6'3 or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't even think about that. He could be wearing big-ass boots. You're right. Like, right. like, yeah. like, like, like lifts inside the boots. Lifts, but, yeah. But, like, Seymour C- Cassell is like a four foot six guy. He's tiny as fuck. Tiny. And he, but he portrays himself like he's 25 feet tall. Yes. Like, he just goes for broke every fucking time he's on the screen. And he knows what he is. Like, and there's, there's some scenes where he starts, when it's like everybody starts to, when he starts to realize that the shit's going bad, down, he's going to get in trouble for things because he's in yeah. the pocket of the, of the, uh, of our, um, of our drug dealers. But like, it seems like it's a given because the whole town seems to know this because they don't give a yes. shit. Yeah. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Like a he, really... he, he has like a Struther Martin kind of thing going on. Right. Uh, in certain, in those moments when he's being really aggressive, but mm-hmm. Struther Martin's like this little fucker, you know, like, I mean, I don't know how little, I don't think he's smaller than Seymour, but he, no. he, he gives off that kind of feeble, yeah, yeah, but yeah. kind of terrifying right. vibe. And, then and you I have thought like, he did a good job with that. You're right. It, yeah, he was you he have William Smith, who's always this it. fucking badass in every movie he's made. Yeah, um, and he's, he passed away this like a couple years ago he, too. He also passed away. Yeah, yeah. I remember so him, Seymour Cassell, friggin' uh, Yafa Kota. They're all passed on. R.I.P. to yeah, those right. legends. <laughs> they were in a lot of good stuff, but. Yeah, no, I thought I thought Sheriff did pretty damn good. I thought just sometimes he's a little cartoony, but at the same time, the movie does have some purposeful cartoony shit going on. Yeah, like it's yeah. trying to have like a little like, hey, 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 it's nineteen eighty six and we're yeah, here to definitely. have a good time. Let's put right. on some James Brown and, yeah, and like, while we're bombing people. <laughs> right. And like Will and like William Smith is so he is so like just gritting his teeth angry. He's like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. fucking uh. Like, you know, and that mustache is just bristling in the wind. Like, he's like, this bomb's going off on him and it's not moving for shit. You're like, and he's just clenching his teeth the whole time. And he's just yeah. speaking through his teeth, which is just a great fucking role to play. And I wish that, and I was looking online to see if they, him and Busey played in other any films. And I don't think so. I don't think they were ever in any other oh. films, which kind of sucks because at the end of the film, when it's the two of them going, you know, one on one, 
it's like yeah. it's like why why could, even if it's the same thing if it was Will Smith was a good guy and Busey was the bad guy like we could have had a whole fucking series of these films with these two guys just playing off each other yeah. because they're so fucking both bug nuts I mean especially Busey up until this point before he got into the bad was it the motorcycle accident he got into yeah, yeah I think so this is before that so he was still kind of a you know a respected you know actor. Then after the, after the after the after the uh, motorcycle accident, he went fucking bug nuts crazy. Yeah, didn't he play um, a dog? Or something? Yeah, he played a gingerbread man at some point. Um, yeah, look up ginger. Look up ginger dead man. It's fucking bad. Okay, um, but yeah, by he the way, the voice of that. It's... Before we skip this, uh, Blade, who you know played by William. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that big vagina patch he's got going on in the? <laughs> Like someone, his... like someone hit him in the head with an axe and he survived. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is that? It's like the back of his head has a clit. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like, G-spot, why, dude. That's why I tell everybody, it's like, it's like a Mad Max crew. It's like this whole, you have this whole, like, marauder group and he's like the guy, he is like their guy who's looking for oil the whole time. And it's like, yeah. and like, what do you mean? I'm like, just, you gotta watch it because it doesn't make any sense. Like, I understand like a biker gang and like you know, but everybody's it's like it's like eight hundred it's <laughs> it's like um fucking Cobra Commander with the fucking the Cobra troops. They're all in the same fucking gear everywhere, you know, you have millions of them and it's just one guy screaming at them to go and kill them. And yeah. it's like it's like okay, that works. And it's it's just it's just a time period thing. You know, yeah, a film like this could not be vibe. Yeah, you couldn't do that today. People would just be like, Oh, you're being you're being funny about how uh, action films are stupid. It's like, yeah, no shit. But in 86, <laughs> it was like, this is fucking revolutionary. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And he, he had he he here's one thing that caught me off guard about it, because I mm-hmm. thought he was only going to be like brooding and, and just boiling and always yeah. like just come staring. Like he kind of just stares like he's kind of holding in an orgasm when he's looking at Buck, <laughs> you know, yeah. especially at the funeral for the mom, uh, for the wife and the mom. And um, but that part where he cuts that dude's head off with the line and a couple of other scenes, he genuinely like cares about his men. Like you, he, right. like oh, almost yeah. cries when he sees his, the guy with his head cut off. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, like he kind of dug deep well, for that. Scene. Like the fact that like his brother got beat up, and he's brother just got like, beat up, and he's like, fuck it, like I we've been quiet, just dealing our drugs. But this fucking Yahoo comes into town. He beats up my brother when he's trying to rape a woman. How dare yeah. him? <laughs> like, I'm going to kick it. I'm going to destroy him, which he does. He kind of destroys him, but doesn't realize how much will that Buck Matthews has. Yes. And then the when they, they finally hog, they finally hog tie it. They get a live one. They get a live one when uh, him and Yafet Kodo decide to to team up and they, they yeah. run. They race after a couple of the motorcycle gang guys. And uh, he old school lassos, Buck lassos a dude. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> and apparently he pushed in his larynx so mm-hmm. hard that he can't talk. Yeah. And so now he's just mon- he's just that uh monster guy from the Muppets or what's his name? Animal. Yeah, yeah animal. He's like, but like, he, he reminds me of like Toe Cutter or something like that from Mad Max, which is like because he looks just like it. Like he's all fucking <laughs> he looks crazy. Yeah, and it's and, and they're trying to get information from him. He looks like he's like, on meth, like yeah. really, like seriously on meth. His eyes are bulging out of his fucking head the whole time, and he's playing this character to the hilt. He can't talk to yes. him. He's growling and pissing and screeching, and like, and like you have a couple of things that happen. Like 
Matthew's daughter gets kidnapped from the hospital, even though, like, well, they killed the people that met. So at one yeah, point, well, he had a guy that looked just like you watch over. I knew he was going to fuck up. Well, yeah, <laughs> they kind of found the two or three people they can trust in town, which looks like the local mechanics. Um, <laughs> it just makes no sense. The local mechanic slash Viking. And those poor bastards got killed, like, just while they were sleeping, which is like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, they got shot. Yeah, the the guy that looks like you gets fucking point blank yeah, shot in the, the face. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, and and what do they do with the daughter? They they put her in a chicken coop, like fifteen feet in the air. Yes, yeah, like, they okay. put her in a nail cage. <laughs> yeah, it's like God. <laughs> and hope it's so crazy. And the great thing about that is that she's she's figured out how to talk. She's back to herself. <laughs> she all she wants to do, Daddy. We need to leave. Daddy, yeah. we need to she would be a nail if they kept her for like another 10 years. That's yeah. how you, that's definitely how you make one. Like, Daddy, uh, we need to go. Daddy, we need to go. Yeah. No, no, honey. Honey, you stay here. Stay with uh, old Jacob over here. You'll be fine. I got to go take something. Well, let me move this cross a little bit. Okay. <laughs> wow. How did, why did it move again? <laughs> What's going on in here? Like that doll does not make this much noise. What are you doing? There's no, I'm not, I'm taking, I can't pay for the TV. What are you talking about? Our insurance doesn't cover TV. Oh my god, dude! I like, but I do like throughout the movie how, you know, he's trying to save his daughter, but he constantly either leaves her places or leaves her with people over the whole time. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? She is—he's flirting with the nurse and getting a massage when she gets taken. By the way, y'all, right? <laughs> he's, he's yeah, you know, so he walks her home. New, new wife. He he walks her home, and they have a they have a beer together. They have which a is beer. Cute she's probably like twenty, and he's thirty-five. Um, yes, he's <laughs> he's just like talking like like he's writing a country song or some shit yeah, he's, like, he's like oh i'm so upset i'm so upset about my wife my shoulder's gonna yeah hurt. okay uh yeah like, oh you're so lovely <laughs> let me, you. Let me rub you mm-hmm. and he's like where'd you learn how to do this bitch it's just rubbing your shoulders it's not like a full been, massage therapy session what do you think i've been doing to your daughter for the last two weeks like moving her arms and moving her legs and yeah. rubbing her muscles so she doesn't go atrophy call physical yes. therapy man come on dude <laughs> Yeah, and she gets a phone call. Like they know the buck's gonna be with her. Like they call her house because, like, well, buck's oh, probably like, oh, we... buck's, buck buck's probably yeah, buck. buck's probably getting in there. So, I mean, we should probably wait a minute. But he probably wants to know that his daughter got kidnapped. You know, she does look disappointed though. She was like, "God damn it, I almost got into those, you know, fucking so white jeans." You can see he was also pissed yeah, off. Like, ah, like, shit, I guess I gotta go get her. I gotta fucking get the tank out and fucking fuck shit up. I gotta go plead <sighs> with fucking uh with Yafat Koto to fucking take this all this. TNT and thrown out of thrown out the plane, <laughs> like fuck. Ugh. Everybody's working for the weekend. He's just that would have been funnier if that was playing. That would have been as like, a tiger. Like, uh, or like the score for like a uh, weekend oh. of Bernie's two. All that fucking Jamaican Congo music they're playing. Oh for yes, the that would have been fantastic as well, oh man. Uh, it's this movie could use. I would love to see a cut of this film with a whole new score, and I'm so curious if it would change it a little bit. It right. might. It might. It might be worth trying it out one of these days. Yeah. Put me in coach while the uh, <laughs> while the fight at the end of the film is happening or something like that. Or the head cut off scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, you know, put me in coach when he kills the sheriff and the truck explodes. And the thing is, like, the Scotty Brothers productions, like, the, the record productions, they had a lot of back like had a lot of freaking yeah, people they probably yeah they produced a lot of great records and it's just like why did they like they were like well we had the title we're gonna keep yeah. the title and we have this fucking song let's fucking run with it yeah they okay yeah the tiger some... i guess works as a title of a film 
I, I would love to know what was what, but the bad, sad part is I think everybody who was in production is probably dead. I know Richard C. Serafian died a handful of years ago. The only yeah. one that thing is alive in the cast that's worth talking to is Busey, and well, I don't want to talk to him. Um, Definitely don't want to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, uh, it is weird because, like, so is the film trying to say that? Mm-hmm. Buck is has the eye of the tiger because they never mention an eye of the tiger. They don't mention like you know what would have been interesting is like if kind of like the way Mary Jane always calls you know Peter Parker Tiger, like you know, go yeah. get him tiger. Like if she called mm-hmm. him Tiger as a nickname, something right. no. Not but no, it's just a no. fucking song title. And, yeah. <laughs> and now it's a movie title. Yeah, definitely. It makes no sense, but no. whatever. Yeah. Who cares? It's 1986. Yeah, and you, get, and... You, you get the last, like, and like I was saying with this film, it's like it's three acts, but it's a 90-minute movie, so each act is like 30 minutes each. Yeah, you could have it's... made this probably an hour 10. Yeah, well, it's a, it was an 80s movie. They always were like, we need to hit 90 minutes. Let's go. Yeah, and and really whole... kind of shoehorn in drama. Like they like him at the bingo yeah. scene. We don't need that. Oh, you 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 definitely need something like that. Yes, what? it's a it's a little overdrawn, but you definitely need the scene where you know the guy who's <laughs> at his last straw before he actually takes everything. You know, he, before he takes the actual vengeance to his own hand, and he pleads with the town. Well, he doesn't plead with the town. He tells them all fucking that they're that they're sheep and they ain't doing shit. This is yeah. this is very much a twenty twenty two type of film. This is like the one guy in that small <laughs> town preachy. before he went to go storm the castle last year, yeah. you know, the capital last year, who was sitting there going, <laughs> you guys are getting ruined. Like, you guys don't even listen to Alex Jones. How fucking dare you? The water's covered in shit. Ah, like, and then he fucking went <laughs> off to storm the capital. Um, I, I love that, like, after he gives this, like, fairly long speech, and it's not qu- very effective at all. Everyone's just kind of well, looking there's, down. There's, like, one guy, and I think it's that one That one guy, one who's a the, friend of his, actually. I think he's, yeah, one, he's a friend, or he's one of the sheriffs, or something like that. Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's the in the scene with the, the newscast. He's the one who feels agitated, and mostly, like, he wants to stand up and walk out with him. Yeah. But he doesn't, because there's another 990-year-old lady sitting here going, you're not fucking up my bingo. Nuh-uh. Yeah, she just goes... Like literally, the only thing that is muttered after he leaves, oh, 64. Yeah. Well, that's gone. Let's go and continue with the bingo. <laughs> well, he's gone. But I do like the fact that, like any Southern folk, they let him say his words. <laughs> They're like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've been going to bingo now for the last couple of weeks with my girlfriend because her friend's like going. Try breaking up a speech in there, see what happens. Yeah. And, that's, and there's like, you know, there's, like, there's about over 120 people in there. And, you know, we we're probably the youngest ones there. But yeah, there'd be definitely if somebody walked in all fucking guns Gun and blazing, <laughs> doing some kind of thing. One of those old ladies would have tackled his ass God. and held him down until like the cops came and went. Somebody watch my carts. Somebody watch my carts. Yeah. Keep going. She would have just fucking beat the shit <laughs> out of him. A sandal would just be thrown directly to his face. It's like holy Jesus Christ. Christ. And then you said you know that that buck takes law into his own hands yeah he uh-huh. put, takes it into his hands and he shoves it straight up fucking animal's asshole because <laughs> the way he figures out where the gang is hiding is he goes to the the guy that can't talk in the hospital shoves a stick of dynamite well he dips it in some jelly shoves it straight up his bunghole fucking uh what is that uh kinjate style <laughs> with yeah, right <laughs> Sticks it up his ass, lights the fuse, and just puts it. He puts it in his hand, and the guy dies from the fear of it exploding because uh-huh. it doesn't explode. 
It's a dud, I guess. Yeah, it's just it, yeah, yeah. Well, he let yeah he it was leaves a decoy. It, like it, it was well, he didn't know that. Well, who knew? Who oh, you knew don't that? think so? Because I mean, no. I was gonna be like, is he supposed? Is he he's no, supposed I, to be our good guy? And he's gonna blow up a hospital or at least a hospital room? Right. Well, his daughter Kinda was dangerous. gone. So his daughter was gone. So who oh, gives so a fuck shit all the other patients? Yeah. <laughs> Like fuck Mr. Garrity next door dealing with the cancer. Yeah, he had like a massive heart attack while he's like, <laughs> while this, and I'm like, I forgot. I'm like, I watched this a while ago, a couple years ago, and I did it on my show. And ever since I've done it, I've been like, any show that will willingly let me have, let me be on. I'm like, have you seen this fucking movie? Yeah, I was saying this. I was saying this last week with a shock treatment on a grind on the grind pen it's like my you know i have have friends of mine who see films and they go like they act like moses off the fucking the commandments walking down the mountain like we need to fucking watch this it's like okay and this is a film that i'm the same way i'm like if i get on a podcast and i'm like you're like oh you have any ideas for films i'm like have you seen eye of the tiger and they're like no and i'm like ah and i send them the the fucking i send them the trailer and i'm like we're doing this motherfucker like i don't care but our yeah. show's about like being nice, and uh, I don't care. I don't care. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Nice. It's not about shoving dynamite up people's assholes. It's about cozy films. This is cozy to me. Get away from it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it was cozy in that asshole. Have you seen that guy I'll play stop. with his balls at the start of the film? That's cozy to me. Yeah, yeah, his balls are cozy. Uh, <laughs> and those trousers. And those all white tri- trousers, by the way. This guy was Cuban and shit. You should, you should be wearing fucking something like that to work. I know. I should start wearing white pants more often. That whole fucking getup, the the big flared sh- shirt, the fucking big ass trigging uh, collars on the on the dress shirt and everything like that yeah. over its fucking head. Uh, yeah, I do have some lime green, big '80s style khaki. Like they're yeah. big and kind of right. airy. And you need to start paying a white guy to drive you around. Like get one oh, of those fucking those big friggin' uh, Lincoln nice. Town cars and just have him drive when you sit in the back. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely look good on a Tinder date. Like, fuck. Who's yeah, that guy? Is like Jared or <laughs> his name is Alfred. No, fuck him. Alfred. Yeah, not not the subway guy. I don't want the subway guy driving me around. <laughs> and those who also bring into the car. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he finds the hideout. And so, what what's your opinion on this mm-hmm. third act of the film when he finally figures out where they're at and him and Yafet go and which isn't hard because it's another <laughs> it's another dirt pile. Like I said. <laughs> Couldn't it's he? Like, have, couldn't he have just gotten in the plane at way earlier and been like, "Oh, look, there's like a big dirt pile with a bunch of guys with helmets and shit." That's probably yeah. There. With all these like cages and like scaffolding and yeah. oh, look, there's William Smith because I can see him from fucking 14 miles with that cooter in the back of his head. <laughs> it's like okay, it's like I don't, I don't, yeah. It's like why the fuck we could have just blew this place up instead of a long but time we ago. have this battle tank, we have this battle truck, so we need to fucking use it true Uh, spent a lot of money on the special effects with that thing because it i will say gary Busey is the best at um shooting a gun backwards because like he the whole movie when he's in the truck Mm -hmm. all the well there is like a kind of a automatic gun that's in the front of the car but in the back is all the kind of grenade launcher things we have like yeah we have we have turrets we have like a, a six gun turret back there yeah. And we have a bunch of like mounted, uh, mounted like um, you know, just rocket launch barrels of yeah, yeah of shoot friggin' rockets explosives. out. Yeah, like, pretty and, dope. <laughs> yeah, and the, the truck and the truck is set up like the windows are. You know, he has the ability to put metal windows up and kind of yeah. make it bulletproof. Protect, yes, um, and it's, it's kind of like, like we thought. It's like what we would have made up as uh-huh. like ten year olds. Yeah, 
You know, like, oh, then it's got a fucking cannon in the back and fucking lasers and shit. And the guy who wrote this, Michael Thomas Montgomery, he wrote a he put out there was a film that made he wrote after this called Rolling Vengeance. It came out the next year, which is pretty much the same fucking thing, which I could it's another it's another battle tank film, uh, battle truck film, which is just but it's like much more low budget. Um, And he also worked with um, what's the name? Uh, He worked with Busey again on a Fred Williamson film called South Beach, um, which is I have not found, but I want to Mm. so bad because it's it's Fred Williamson, Peter Fonda and Gary Busey with Robert Forrester. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be fun. That's going to be fucking uh, like, but it's like one of those like early 90s action films. So it was something like direct the DVD or direct the video. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, oh my God, no way. Uh, those like get, those go into like some kind of other dimension sometimes and it's uh-huh. really hard to dig them out. Yeah, definitely. Because they were never like, those never really got, those literally aired and then gone. Like they yep, don't even release much. a DVD uh-huh. or a VHS or. I think, um, yeah, and Fred Williamson actually directed that film too. So it's always like, you definitely, yeah. it's one of those probably ones where he produced it too. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. anyway, a bunch of uh, bikers die. Uh, children a bunch of bikers die too. It pretty much looks like if there's like 150 <laughs> fucking stuntmen, they all got their asses handed to them in this fucking scene. Because it's just, you have this, you have this madman driving in this battle truck. <laughs> driving yeah. through people's triple wides and fucking in their scaffolding setups. And, and you see kids and fucking women running for their co- running for cover all the while you have Yafa coding blasting six seconds of a, of a James Brown song as he's, as he's pretty much just dancing as he's like, yeah, what? there's a part where he's literally dancing and just bombing what? people. What? Like, what? wow. He went from a pacifist to a fucking just like bloodthirsty. Blood well, well, that's what happens. They t- they took the guy's kid. He's like, "Fuck, I, I, yeah. I, I can't help you. I don't care if they killed your wife." Yeah, I didn't really like her that much. Yeah, she was kind of shitty. She was okay, but your kid's like six, and uh, I'll help you on that. I guess I'll help you on that one. Yeah, I guess I'll help you on that one. And he does survive. I I was waiting for him to die. I, was I don't waiting know for the why. plane to get shot out of the fucking air and it crashed into something blow yeah. up. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to get shot. The plane's going to get shot, and then he was going to dive in and kamikaze. Yeah, kamikaze, yeah. <laughs> like Independence Day style. Right. <laughs> As he's smiling and dancing while the fucking... <laughs> to James Brown. Or to James Brown's grunts. <laughs> explode. But no, no. He, they, they, he survives. They pull, the, they pull the bullshit that the plane got shot by one fucking random bullet. And all of a yes. sudden, it's, it's that typical, like, we can't ruin this biplane. We can't. Yeah. We yeah. can't afford can it. Make We're some dust come it. off of it, but yeah, we can't and ruin like, it. Well, and like they said, so they set it up with like a you know a thing on the bottom where it kind of sprays out freaking plumes of smoke to make it yeah. look like a shot. He we lands really shot. quickly. You know, Busey then they picks go him up. back to the sheriff to just go kick him in the balls, put him back in the truck, and then take him back. Like, tell me what the well, sequence. What is this? So, so. So you have this whole thing with the sheriff. Like I said, the sheriff is in the take with the with the bad guys, and Busey's trying his best. Like he even calls the federal agents, yeah, like the DA. They're like, "Hey, you know, you need to fucking come here and look at this shit." And he's like, "Well, you should be telling your parole officer." Like my parole officer in the fucking take. He's the sheriff, and then you have find this whole story that like why Busey's character kind of went into jail was he was in a bar one night, and I guess somebody started with him. He fought them in self-defense and killed the guy accidentally. Yes. And I guess Cassell was the sheriff at the time or was maybe higher ranks and kind of 
you know, pretty much made everybody else say, you know, work with him. Kind of the blue, the, the blue line thing. What the fuck are you doing? Sorry. Um, you know, the old thin blue line bullshit. Um, I didn't know that was going to happen. I had a speck on my monitor and I was just taking the speck <laughs> off and then that happened. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> shit moves on me. Anyway, Sorry, it's like that old thin blue line thing where they pretty much, yeah. they all work together to get Busey, even though they all know, they all know that they kind of wrong. Is it because the, the sheriff? Right guy. Is it because the sheriff felt like Busey could possibly put a stop to this and he didn't want him in the way because yeah. he was getting paid That's off? That's pretty much what it sounds like when you listen back to the. Okay. The, That's when, what I was uh, thinking. Gasell's character is having like the fight with his deputies. That's right. When they're like, when he's like, wants them to arrest him and they're both standing there like, we're not doing anything. Yeah. So finally, you know, Cassell's character gets his gets his final he gets his final remains. You know, gets his ass handed to him. He gets dragged back into the with the tr- with, with like they drive him into. Is it the truck? Is he in the truck? Yeah, he's in yes. the ram kit. So he yeah. gets so he gets driven back in the truck. He <laughs> insane scene makes no fucking sense. Suicidal. Like this, thing, this thing this whole time has been this bulletproof, bombproof fucking machine, yeah. right? As soon as Gary Busey gets out of it and it gets hit by like one stray bullet, it explodes and kills Cassell's character instantaneously. And we don't even and Cassell's not even like tied in the in, into the truck. Like he didn't even like no, he he's, didn't I cuff think him. He's, he just I dragged he him by cuffed. his collars. If he is, if he is, maybe he's, he's cuffed, but he could still be his, his feet on it. Yeah, he dive out. The driver's side door is wide open. He can he's get four out of foot truck. two, dude. He could he could get through the little the little window that's like right, right by the. <laughs> So like they yeah. they, they shoot the, the the one piece of the engine that's exposed because this is also yeah. like Death a Star truck that's like six feet off the ground <laughs> and it explodes in, and like as Busey's walking off like he's walking towards the fight we're gonna have this big fight with William Smith the the truck explodes in the fucking ball of fire and you're like all right well that's bad guy number one's out so now we're just gonna so. kill bad guy number two and it's like. <laughs> Small town justice, you know. I, I bet you that shit has happened in small towns, like from like especially way, way, way back. Where like you know, sheriff's kind of a dick. Can we just all kill him? And yeah, sure. We'll I mean, like someone but else. You, but you're not like you're not driving him into a truck into a battle zone yeah, and he's gonna explode. <laughs> yeah, that was so convenient uh, that that happened. And I thought, I thought, oh, he's gonna race him into the danger and freak him out. And he's recording, like the truck has a little recording device. Yeah. And he's going to confess because he did confess. Like he was like, I'll give you half the money. I'll give you the whole fucking thing. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what they were going to do. And then he was going to leave him locked in the truck. And then they, they were going to arrest him. No, but like, no, well, just blow him One up, rifle shot to the fucking engine blows <laughs> in a, this humongous bond of glory. I was like, oh, that's right. This movie's not in any reality. This right. movie's in super action reality. Yeah. Is, and it's, yeah. and it's, and it all ends with our two adversaries, you know, when yeah, the big fight come out. And pretty much, all right, it's like no guns, like just come on, like it opens just... up with a big fucking ball hit from, uh, from yeah. fucking soul patch to punches him right in the fucking nuts, <laughs> pussy and patch. Like, yeah, and it's like, and it's just this fist fight through this whole like in, yeah. through the remains of this gang because there's guys like there's some guys who are still alive who are still driving in circles on their bikes. There's some guys who are dragging their dead asses like the last yeah, moments like, of life to watch this. <laughs> we need to see if he wins. Let's see. <laughs> I do like that they were honorable enough to like, especially when, because you do see, because at some point, Busey kind of gets his ass kicked and he grabs a, a shotgun and he holds it up to to Blade and 
the other men, there's one that kind of gets his, because I was like, oh, they're going to shoot him now. And you mm-hmm. see him kind of, but then Blade says, you better shoot me here or shoot me here. He points to his head and his heart. Yeah. Because if not, I'm going to make killing you slow or something like that, you know? Yeah, and so like that, he yeah. decides, you know what? I'm going to throw down this shotgun and we're going to mm-hmm. do it again, baby. So it's part two, ding, 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 yeah. round two. Like, and he the... shoves his face in a uh, flower because he's so oh, Blade actually has a well, gluten issue. It's... It's not flour. Come on. Yeah, no, he's uh, got gluten allergy. They mentioned it early in the yeah, film. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> gluten issues. I see him like dump his whole head in that fucking thing of Coke, and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, man. <gasps> it yeah, would have been cool like, if he got like, powerful. He got Super Saiyan all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, he gets fucking hair, and it's blue, and he's just. <sighs> What's the drug that people always say, like, where a cop is, like, trying to shock the guy, and he just keeps getting up? Is that. Oh my god, it's like some kind of super crystal meth, maybe. No, it's not. It's like, no, yeah, it's, it's not like, crystal it's, meth. No, it's like that fake. It's that fake fucking pot shit they were selling a couple years ago. They were Sativa? selling, like, but, yeah, but no. Um, there was like this fucking in bodegas and stuff like that. Mostly happened in Florida because you know fucking Florida. Um, they're always like Saliva? This, this, Saliva? This, I don't remember. I don't remember like, either. But I remember there was like something like that back in this. Sativa's I know a actual... couple. I know a couple people I know who who tried it because they were looking for a different high, and it was like, don't do it. No, it's like, yeah, like in... no, it, it was not worth it. Like, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, it's like, okay. But Sometimes time, it's not worth I, it. I only heard great stories about it in Florida because, well, you know, it's fucking oh, Florida. Yeah, they're they're always, always looking for their next high. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> friend of mine's like, I want to move there. I'm like, no, fuck no. You don't want to move to Florida? Look, oh, God. And I send them every goddamn news story I can find, even the good ones where it's like a kid crosses the street without getting shot at. And it's like... <laughs> But it seems, but it seems nice. I, I think it's not a, some parts of it probably are fun to visit. I'm sure. Like Miami sounds odd. I would love to visit Miami. I haven't yeah. been there before, but I think it would be a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right though. Uh, living there sounds uh, quite idiotic. Um, no offense to any Florida listeners. I'm sure I don't really have that many, but if you live out there, I'm sure there's some portion of you that kind of agrees. Um, <laughs> so it, Blade gets super high. He, probably has cardiac arrest but anyway he dies and then the rest of the biker gang well because yafet koto and the three other black guys in town show up in a jeep and then the four cops left in town show up and so the bikers are kind of like well we don't want to die now we they're already like we've already had our wife my wife died <laughs> yeah you know all, all these people died and so they take off and uh, just kind of like not wanting to do this. They, and the cops don't chase after him or nothing. They don't even mm-hmm. worry about it. Uh, then Yafed Koto and, and uh, Buck look at each other. Um, or Gary Busey. They look at each other and they're just kind of like, hey, man, I'm glad you came by. And he's like, yeah, yeah. great seeing you. <laughs> or some shit like that. Let's go to Florida. It's like, okay. Let's go to Florida. Let's go to Miami with Jaime. Woo! Yeah, the guy was giving him a job. was offering him a job. He's like, come work for me. It's like, okay. Like, what yeah. Yeah, which is just amazing that he's like he thinks that like at the beginning of the film he kind of thinks about it, but he's like, I gotta go home. Like I gotta go yeah. home. I got a wife and kid. It's like, well, if you change your mind, just you know, you know, you know, you have my number. So it's like, okay, so that's and like pretty much literally Gary Busey. Like he looks like the kind of guy um, that would be like a heavy in some crazy, you know, mafia type. Like he's just like he's like. Um, you know what I mean? Like, is he? Right. In, he's been in movies where he plays yeah. that kind of character plenty mm-hmm. of time. Like, he's just perfect for that. I like it when he does those kind of parts. Well, the great thing, the one thing I love insane. about this film is that it's not about the drugs. No, it's about it's a guy not. getting revenge because 
it's like an eye for it's an eye for an eye thing. One guy's getting revenge because his brother got beat up. The other guy's getting revenge because his wife got killed and his daughter got yeah. in the coma. Like it's not even about the drugs. Like even like, even when like, and this is how much he doesn't give a shit with Seymour Cassell. He doesn't. This is why when he blows up, he just back and continues walking because it's like it doesn't matter. Like that doesn't. None of that shit matters. Even though we get reference to it. And this is what they're doing. They're they're huge drug runners and stuff like that. They're running drugs yeah. in and out of town, and the you know and the cops, the local sheriff is taken is taken in from the you know is taking money from them, um, to kind of cover for it. But it's like it's not about that. It's a personal vendetta yeah. movie for sure. It's it, I mean they literally but you could take see- the wife's gasket out and like leave oh yeah i forgot about that porch. Oh, shit. and he's oh, like shit, yeah. Yeah. like he's like heaving and shit right. her rotten totally corpse about so you got like you get a scene where where they're burying his wife and the that's gang my favorite comes, scene and the gang comes and drives around his fucking like going just harasses him and then he fucking has the part where he kills the three guys right he gets the tank yeah, he gets the three that's guys. why they was in and then, uh, so they dig up his fucking wife and leave her casket in the front of his broken down house and you're like what the fuck? Like that's the most vindictive shit you can ever think of. It's like, hey, fuck you. We killed your wife. Oh. By the way, we buried, we unburied her from the local cemetery, and we pour, we pretty much left her right here for you. So when you wake up, there's your wife. That's the like that's. I laughed out loud, dude. Fucking insane. And then like he's burying her was, on the dirt mound. Then he has to in. bury her. Oh my god. Yeah, like, he has to bury her at his front but porch. The thing is, like, Get Yafat Koto, get the truck, and fucking put her back in and put her back in the hole because they didn't. Yeah, the, the hole. hole's still there. There's no way they put he's, the hole back. There's like a there's like one tree on his dirt mound of fucking land that he has, and he's digging a hole right next to it to put his wife in. I'm like, yes, what the fuck? Like, and then you have the the other deputy comes like, you know, you should leave. Like, really, you should leave. They're not going to stop. You should really leave. And he's like, nope, I'm not leaving. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. This is like the this is the second to last straw, but I, I'm not leaving. Uh. Yeah, this they, is it. I'm. I killed my wife. Staying. They buried, they unburied, and put her in my front yard. They made my child a comatose. I'm still not leaving. No, no. Something yeah, really yeah, gotta yeah. be bad to me leave. Oh wait, everybody's dead. So I'll now leave. Okay. Yeah. Well, they oh, should have uh, um, put like a little message on the casket or something, just as an extra little fucking spray twisty. Spray painted the thing. You're next. Uh, yeah. Excuse the smell. Try muff diving now, bitch. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> you you like you like Big Macs? Well, here's a dead Mac. I don't know. What? Uh anyway, so as you know, I like to do quick impressions of the movies I watch. And this is the segment I like to call Quick Impressions. <laughs> quick impressions. You're doing that time inside there didn't do anything for you, did it? You're an asshole then, and you're a bigger asshole now. Doing that time in there didn't do a damn thing for you, did it? You're an asshole then, and you're a bigger asshole now. Kapow. All right, thank you so much, Dr. <laughs> Sheriff. That is our little sheriff that could. <laughs> Seymour Cassell. How, I think you, I how did you how did you keep a straight face during that whole <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was into it, man. Uh yeah. so as you know, I like to rate these movies by my favorite <laughs> mustaches. You have the full Fu Manchu recommendation. Uh-huh. You have the walrus mustache recommendation for pretty damn good. Yeah. You got the horseshoe mustache, which there are a few in this movie recommendation for not bad and of course burn this movie in hell hell hitler mustache category and you're welcome to throw any in there between uh if you would like von if unless you have one 
uh, within the categories. What would you rate this movie? And I'm very curious. What would you rate this movie as? It's a Fu Manchu for me, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm the one who picked it. I've, I've watched it. a lot of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I love this fucking movie. I mean, it's so simple. It's so easy. And like, you don't even realize 90 minutes has flown by. It's like when you get to the last fight at the end, you're like, like, oh shit, this is done. This is, oh my God, it's over. Like, credits start rolling and I had a tiger's playing and you're like, I'm fucking pumped. I want to go for the out. fifth time. <laughs> I want to kill my local drug dealer. Like, I want to just do that. Like, let's go. Yeah, like, dude. Let's just run a line across the street. See what happens. Yeah, see what happens. <laughs> I'm almost like I killed like three or four kids and no fucking biker. Well, gang. you got to put a little higher. You got to put a little higher. Oh yeah, you're right. It's kid safe. Yeah, kid safe. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, okay, so, full Fu Manchu. I do understand what you're talking about. Where it does. I feel like there could have been some trimmings, but I think because it was trying to be an action drama, and so yeah. some of the drama parts are the they're little they're mm-hmm. trying to create some emotion from yeah. Gary Busey uh, <laughs> as hard as they can, but his teeth I can't stop looking at his teeth. There was a point where I thought he was gonna bite his daughter, dude. I thought he was gonna fucking bite her. I was like, <laughs> dude, stay away from that mouth. Um, I oh man, you know. Well, yeah. Coming in, I was going to give this a horse. I was like, oh, this is top tier horseshoe. Like, you know, it's kind of silly. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a little um, sometimes unpredictable. I like did not expect the wife casket scene. Like that was insane. <laughs> that really like caught me off guard to the point where I was laughing because I was just so like, no fucking way this movie just did that. But, you know, this has made its way up, dude. This is a solid Warris mustache. I would totally watch this again, like especially where I'm just drinking and I have some friends over, we're having some beers. I would just throw this on, just have it play during a party, man. And you can just kind of tune in and out and check out the action scenes. And mm-hmm. the movie is like easy to follow. You could watch this movie on mute and know what's happening. Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> like that's how, that's how like perfectly it's cut, sort of like lined up and the, mm-hmm. the way the story goes and everything. So I had a jolly good time with it, and it honestly is probably a movie I think would be more fun to watch with friends and alone. I I I would have had more fun if me and you watched this at the same time. Yeah. Than like watching it by myself on mm-hmm. like three hours of sleep. I <laughs> haven't had sex in who knows how long. I'm, I'm uh. falling apart. I haven't had a drink this week. I'm <gasps> I'm a mess. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm a mess. So I. <laughs> I need a recharge, but you know, but I still had a damn good time. It was fun talking about it, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, do you have any plugs for the show, dude? Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. I do a podcast, um, which right now I'm in the middle of my, my co-host summer, I guess you can say. Uh, I've had right. Daniel on forcing him to watch the early works of David Cronenberg. Um, a bunch shit. of other friends of ours and other podcasts that we're friendly with, like Lee Russell and Bobby Trippett. Um, yeah. And I'm and my that's the season of co-host is going to end um, coming up by the end of this month. I'm doing an episode with the guys over at Solid Six, and we're covering pa- we're covering Pasolini's the, the Cameroon, which is you know completely. You look at everything else I covered this summer, and it's like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> um, but I think it's a, it's a well worth thing. Um, my show is typically kind of. Um, Psychotronic cinema, um, cold exploitation horror movies from generations past. I'm into the stuff that comes out today. If I find anything that's worthwhile talking about, I generally just want to sit there and talk about it. Uh, And I do it on my own, you know, minus the the guest host I've had all summer. 
Um, but you can check that out at motionpicturemassacre.wordpress.com. Yep, and uh, be sure to follow them on on like all your socials. Your your yes, your all M- my socials, uh, Letterbox, Twitter, MP and Massacre. Instagram are MP Massacre. So if you want to follow me there, yes. I hate that I can never retweet you. I, can't I actually just fixed you. that, Mike. Did uh, you fix that? Okay, yeah. good. Mike was telling me last week, and I was like, I was looking through my settings, and I was like, right. This box is checked, and I was like, "Oh, I unchecked it." And he was like, "Look, I can do it now." I was like, "Oh, awesome. oh, see, I thought you had like a stalker or something." No, I don't like... know why. I had, I, I don't know why. I, I guess when I was setting it up, I didn't realize that. Well, they always add new things, and they automatically that's check true. them off. And it's like, all right, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So follow yeah. him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always on each other's shows, so you know, yep. show some support. We're fighting with each other on Grindbend every once in a while. Oh yeah, we have we pretty much have like a pretty good we got good lore with the Grindbend that um Yeah. Uh-huh. We just destroy each other every episode that we're on. But when we're on separately, it's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. You were like the happiest I've ever heard you on the Grindbend. Uh <laughs> well that the, the we just did we just covered Shock Treatment, which is probably one of my favorite yeah. sequel films ever made, and I was just really happy to do that. And I was really happy to have people on there that like are also feel the same way as I do um, with Wick and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that check out time. that episode. Yeah. And I think it's because you and your you and old fucking uh you know the bag headed bastard there over there, um, Yobo have a tendency to like I've said this to before to other people. You and him have a tendency to want to dismantle podcasts with a fucking with a wrench and a fucking blowtorch, <laughs> um, just going to going at it like gremlins, and it's like. Fuck. You, yeah. I was, and I'm on the East Coast, people. So when you're when you're already starting a podcast at 11:30 at night, and you have two guys who are like, "Hey, we're just gonna ramble on for five hours because we're either really drunk or really high." <laughs> By the time it ends, you're just laying in bed, going, "Fuck my life." <laughs> yeah, we're kind of extra sometimes, me and the Yobes. Yeah, underline that word and fucking put the word put a nice like asterisk next to extra because it's worse than that yeah if we um, ever yeah if we ever all meet in person that is gonna be we might need to be a multiple day situation in order for all of us to get you know god. everything we want to say out oh my god uh, <laughs> i'm thinking i i told mike we should do a carnival cruise man just be on a cruise <laughs> stuck you're stuck with yobo on a cruise no, for like no, four no, days no no, 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 no. no oh my god and, or it'll be a big cruise ship you can go on the other side you'll yeah, be fine right. <laughs> Anywhere you look, he's right there. It's like fuck, (laughs) with his paper bag on his head and everything. It's like shit. Oh, be magical. All right, man. Well, dude, thanks so much for joining the show. I kept it nice and clean for you. We, I didn't keep you for three hours. No, it was nice. I'm a gentleman, dude. Very nice. Yeah. All right, bro. I love you. Long time, dude. Thanks, dude. That wasn't an Asian accent. That was weird. Yeah. (laughs) That was the weirdest part of this whole episode. That actually sounded kind of more like a Mexican, maybe. <laughs> I love you a long time, dude. Uh, anyway, y'all have a good time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't... It's the most podcast you We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves. We'll make jokes. And then we'll all go home.